0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Kablam Stain Removal. Kablam Stain Removal. It removes stains from your sheets. You know the one. Remember Kablam's company motto. The less she knows, the better the wife. Have her cleaning and not ruining your life. Sherlock Holmes? Scotland Yard? Batman? Batman? This guy is not. No, ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, this man is even greater. Join me for an installment of Spoof Noir. Our story begins like any other story, with a murder. Emma Genius is an ordinary housewife who returns from the market only to find her husband dead. Emma Genius's husband of two years was shot in the head, dead. He took one to the dome that brought him home. That's right, folks. A peacemaker took him to his maker. The window was opened. All the signs pointed to murder. The police, through the months, were perplexed at the crime. No visible clues. No known suspects, except for two. Emma and their neighbor, Ken Worth.
1: I've seen it all, murder, rape, arson, jaywalking, but nothing prepared me for what walked into my office. Two legs that ran for days and a tall blonde drink in the middle of the desert.
2: I'm right here.
1: I can hear you. Oh, of course. I'm sorry for your loss, but I cannot take the case. You see, I have prior commitments I simply can't ignore.
2: I looked you up, John Public. Four years in the Marines. Two years in the army and four months in the circus.
1: Look here, Missy. I'm the only detective in this story, and if you don't want to be tossed out on your ear, you'd cram it.
2: I'll pay you.
1: I'm not for
3: sale.
2: But your services are how does ten dollars sound? I'll take the case. A
0: thirty minute car ride later, our hero finds himself standing in the middle of a crime scene.
1: Chief I never expected to find you here. I like I thought I told you I never wanted to see you again. Relax, Chief. If I knew you were going to be here, I wouldn't have shown up.
3: Why, you? What are you doing here? You're not even supposed to be near a crime scene, especially not after the circus incident. I've been hired to work this
1: case on the outside. See, my client here says you and your badges are a bunch of incompetent. No
2: good. I never said...
1: Lousy. Wait. Bunch of pencil pushes.
2: Now, hold on. I never said those things. Now, listen
3: here. Both, both of you gone. If you're not gone by the time I count to three, I'm going to have you arrested. And as for you, Miss, I'm sorry for your loss. Let us do our job. If I see you down here again, I will have you arrested alongside him.
1: You wouldn't arrest us! You don't have the...
3: guts.
0: Our hero has found himself behind bars before he could even solve the case. Will he get out in time to solve the case? Or will Miss Genius Husband's Murder go unsolved?
1: Hey, public. Sobra paid your bail here. You're free to go.
0: Never mind.
1: Home, sweet home. Not that I'm ungrateful, but... Why did you spring me?
2: Well, I had a talk with Chief O'Brien, and while he was busy, I grabbed this. And he decided that you weren't worth a headache, and allowed me to post bail. Is that the case file? For my husband's murder, yes.
1: What are you waiting for, sister? Hand it over so I can solve this and get you out of my Uh hair.
2: Uh-uh-uh. Not so fast. Do
1: you want this murder solved, or not?
2: Oh, I want it solved. But I have a condition.
1: (laughs) Wait, you want to put a condition on solving your husband's murder? (laughs) Okay, Missy, I'm all ears.
2: I stay with you while you investigate. After all, two heads are better than one.
1: I already have two heads. What exactly do you bring to the table?
2: I already brought you the case file. What more do I need to prove?
1: Prove that you're a thief? Speaking of which, what's in there?
2: Well, pictures, really. Oh, and the coroner's report. Hold on. The police say. No.
1: It can't be. What is it?
2: They say that my neighbor is a suspect. It couldn't have been him.
1: Now, why couldn't it be him?
2: Because we were together at the time.
1: Together how?
2: We are, or were... ...having an affair.
1: That does make him look more guilty.
2: Don't you get it? We were together at the time.
1: If that's the case, then you should go tell the cops.
2: But if word gets out, the neighbors might think I'm a... A harlot? Well, yes. Promiscuous? Yes, I... A whore? Enough! Will you put the thesaurus down? My
1: goodness, madam! If you can't contain your hysterics, I'll be forced to ask you to leave.
2: Wait, did you just call me? Don't
1: worry, sweetheart. I know you're only behaving like this because your husband died. It's normal for a woman to be hysterical given your circumstance. Now, you stay here while I go check something.
2: I said I am going with you.
1: I never agreed to that. And besides, where I am going is no place for a woman.
2: Fine. I may as well make myself useful and clean this office with kablam stain remover. A blam stain remover. Remember, a busy wife is a happy wife. Now in lemon scent.
1: The police think it was the neighbor. In a crime of passion, he snuffed out her husband. My gut is telling me otherwise.
2: It
0: couldn't have been him. We were together at the time.
1: Yep, it was definitely my gut.
0: Our hero finds himself looking at the house where Miss Genius and her husband lived. His keen eyes looking at every detail, memorizing every feature, leaving no stone unturned, fathoming every angle.
1: I think they get it. Excuse me? Yeah? I'm looking for a man that lives next door to the Genius house.
3: Who's asking?
1: A wise guy, eh? The name's John Q. Public, and I'd watch your tone, bub.
3: Well, my apologies. I'd assume you're looking for me.
1: You better tell me what I wanna know. I'm, I'm Kenworth. I live next door. Then I'm gonna come out and ask, who killed Everett Genius? Well, I killed him. All right, I did it. I loved her. He didn't. Take me in copper. I know my rights. All right, bub. Don't make me get rough with ya.
3: I, I surrender. There's no need for violence. <sighs> I told you, I'd surrender peace to-
2: Johnny, are you okay? You criminals!
3: What do we have here? Looks like my primary suspects. And one John Q. Public laid out on his arse.
2: Now, hold on. I am no murderer, and I can prove it.
0: You see, while our hero was confronting the suspect, Emma, after she finished cleaning, realized then that it wasn't her neighbor that she was with, which led her to conclude that it had to be her neighbor who killed her husband.
2: While Public was busy subduing the man who murdered my William. Don't you mean Everett? Whatever. I searched his house and I found this.
3: I'll take that. One round missing. Hasn't been used in ages. You mean to tell me you didn't bother to clean your own gun? You call yourself a man, Mr. Worth. You make me sick. Take him away! As for you two, good work. And if I catch either of you near my crime scene again, I will lock both of you up. Not bad work, Doll.
2: My name isn't Doll. It's Emma. And I can start Monday.
3: what? Uh.
2: Working with you, of course.
1: Uh, I don't need a secretary, doll. Uh, I mean, Emma.
2: Oh, I'm no secretary. I'm your partner. You'll find yourself in an early grave if someone isn't there to save your mug. Uh, I don't think so. We'll discuss it Monday, when I report for duty.
0: There you have it, folks. A case solved by our very own hero,
2: Wait, what? I found the weapon?
0: (laughs) Yes, as I was saying, and yet another case solved by our hero. Join us next time, ladies and gentlemen, for another exciting episode of...
1: Now, wait a minute. You said it wasn't him. Now, why did he confess?
2: Oh, don't worry about that. After all, you did solve the case.
1: One more thing.
2: How did you manage to find the gun
1: so quickly? Also, any man knows to clean his gun after he discharged his firearm.
2: You shouldn't worry about the small details. Mr. Narrator!
0: Oh, I can close the show now? Fine. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. A case solved by... Mm-hmm. Our very own John Q. Public. Tune in next time for another thrilling installment of Spoof Noir.